This is our third session on Ephesians 2, 19 to 22. We're going to focus on these last couple of verses here. As a great climax to verses 11 to 22, Paul now says, You Gentiles are no longer strangers and aliens, meaning strangers to the covenants of promise made to Israel, no longer aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, but now you are fellow citizens with all the rest of the Christians, the saints, in the fellowship of the redeemed remnant of the children of Abraham and members of the household of God built. Now he's shifting to this imagery of some kind of house or it's going to be a temple. He had said household or house, and so he's going to talk about it being built. First, it's built on a foundation, namely the apostles and prophets insofar as they teach all the glorious things that we just saw in verses 14 to 18, the blood of Christ, the flesh of Christ, the cross of Christ as the foundation of our union with each other and union, reconciliation with God. Jesus Christ himself being right at the foundation and center, the corner stone. So, Father, as we shift now to verses 21 and see what Paul wants to say about the unity of Jew and Gentile in the temple that's being built out of us, give us your mind, give us your heart, help us to discern the implications for our lives, for our relationships, for our churches, our mission, our culture. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In whom, that is, in Jesus Christ, the cornerstone, in him, the whole building, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. So the building is becoming temple in the Lord, in whom, so here in whom, here in the Lord, here in whom, Paul just cannot say enough in Christ's, because it's all owing to our union and our connection with him. In whom you also, being built together, and I'm underlining together here and here, just to show that he hasn't left behind the amazing emphasis back here, right, in verses 14 to 18, made us both one, one body, both, himself one new person, one spirit. All of this, remember, we saw stressed that Jew and Gentile amazingly are no longer split up by this dividing wall created by the law and all of the impossibility of getting to God, but now a new way to God, a new way of reconciliation with God together has removed that dividing wall, and we are one. And so here he's stressing that this building, now he's picturing the church as a, as a building, this building, this temple, this dwelling place is together, together. So there's not a building for Jews and a building for Gentiles. It's certainly not a building for 
whites and blacks and Hispanic and Asian and Arab, all those kinds of Gentiles are brought together with the Jews into one building, one temple, one dwelling place. So that's one clear stress in these verses is the the unity factor that's being preserved from the other verses. In him, the whole building being joined together grows. Now this is odd, just like Paul, but odd. It's a building, but it grows. And this word grows is what plants do. It's not what buildings do. So he's mixing metaphors. He does it elsewhere, and he does it intentionally, I'm sure. It grows like a body and a plant, and it's built like a building because bodies and plants have one truth to communicate about the process, and buildings have another truth to communicate about the process. So whenever you see something like this, don't say, oh, Paul got confused. He didn't get confused. He means for us to pause and let our minds run through the implications of growing like a tree and run through the implications of being built like a building. So it's in or by him, the building grows. So Christ is the agent of the growth. In him, the building grows. And it grows being joined together, meaning it's not simply flowing directly from Christ to some finished product. It's flowing from Christ through connectedness of of bricks, <laughs> branches with each other. We see this confirmed over in chapter 4, where he says this, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body, so now he's got the head and body image here, joined and held together. That word joined together is the very same word we have right here. Joined together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow into the building. So you got growing like a body and into a building of itself in love. That's the very same word as, and I put the Greek here so you can see it, oikodomain as right here, whom the whole building. So we've got mixed metaphors in both cases, but the point I'm making right here is that it's the joining together of all the parts by which the growth happens. It's not, so Christ, and then a finished product, it's Christ and all the parts in between. We are growing into a temple in the Lord by the way we are fitted together and functioning together. I'm not sure why, I'm going to guess why, he begins with in whom and ends within the Lord. It's like repetition, isn't it? In whom the whole building grows into a temple in the Lord. But my guess is this in whom means to stress the source and power of the growth 
And this in the Lord is meant to define the fact that there can be no even conceivable possibility that God Almighty, the pure, infinitely holy God, could temple with us except through our connection with the Lord. So I think he's underlining the absolute essential union with Christ for us to be a place where God can dwell as the temple. In whom, so there he says it again, in whom you also are being built together, there's together again, into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So he ends this entire paragraph of 11 to 22 with God dwelling in the new Jew and Gentile building. So he has united Jew and Gentile into one complete, full citizenship, the true, the new Israel, and corporately we become his dwelling place. Now, I'm not denying any less individuality that we see over in 1 Corinthians 6, 18 to 20. Flee sexual immorality, every other sin uh, a person commits is outside the body, but sexual immorality is sins against his own body, sort of physical body, individual body. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? So there's no doubt that our individual lives are temples of the Holy Spirit. So when you hear me say that we are now being built together as a church, joined together for a dwelling place, we don't lose that other truth. There is a unique experience of the dwelling of God in the corporate reality of the church as we are joined together and built together. When each part is relating to the other parts by the Spirit, with all the spiritual gifts and all the spiritual graces, enabling us to flow into one another's lives with all the love and joy and peace and helpfulness that He intends for the parts of the body to have, God is experienced in a way He, he is not experienced any other way than in that corporate reality. And it becomes all the more beautiful when we realize how diverse that building really is. Here's a picture of it over in 2 Corinthians 6.16. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. This is the reality of Ephesians 2.22. We are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them. So there is a dwelling of God among us. Among the individual people, there is a corporate dwelling. And walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Same thing at the end. We're getting a foretaste of this from Revelation 21. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God.
So, in conclusion, in whom Christ, the whole building, the church, as it is knit together by the Spirit, by the Spirit, grows from him, the head, into a holy temple in the Lord. Only by union with the Lord can we hope to have God this near to us and among us. In him, in the Lord, you are being built together into a dwelling place for God. That's the meaning of the word temple, dwelling place of God by the Spirit. So, the text ends on the presence of God among this new people, the new Israel, Jew and Gentile, built together into a temple for his pleasant fellowship with us.